Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on a lot of life's logistics, like planning and wellness, along with some fun things like skincare and reading, and overall, we just throw in a whole lot of life. Around here, we know that life is messy, but we're just doing our best to learn how to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And today, I am going first with my good friend, Katie Duckett, and we are talking all about learning. Why it's so important for us as ladies to keep learning all of our lives, to keep our brains engaged, make ourselves more interesting, be better in conversation, all kinds of stuff that we're going to talk about. We're also going to talk about some of the things that we've been learning, some different ways that you can go about learning. I think it's a really fun and robust episode that's hopefully going to get your brains engaged and maybe get you thinking about what you want to learn about. It can be anything under the sun and there are so many different opportunities these days to be able to learn just about anything that you want to. And so I'm really excited to be bringing you this conversation today because I think it's really important for us to maintain being lifelong learners. Speaking of something that you might want to learn or get better at planning. Ladies, you know I am an obsessive planner. I love all things having to do with planning and I'm really enjoying lately helping other ladies get on top of their planning, fight their overwhelm through the Live Well Planned cohorts. So as you probably know, I've been running these cohorts for the last couple of months where I get five or six ladies together and we work through an entire curriculum that I created to help take them from overwhelmed to having a map to really follow for their days and their weeks. I teach them these basic methods that are customizable to each of their individual lives so that they can create a repeatable process that they can do over and over again every week to feel more on top of things and get more done, be more productive, but also take care of themselves, have more white space in their days. All of that kind of thing is wrapped up in this really fun cohort that I have been hosting. And coming up in just a week, we are going to be starting the first of our back to school cohorts. My plan right now is to be filling three of these cohorts. So if that sounds like something that you want to get involved with, they are going to be just two weeks long and we are going to work through all of the steps that you're going to want to do to get ready for back to school. Everything from making sure that you have all your kids supplies to getting the school calendar put into your Google calendar, making sure you have solid routines set up for the year, getting your car set up because we all know we spend a lot of time in our cars during the school year. So if that sounds like something that would be helpful to you, I would love for you to come over to mckenziecoppacom slash cohort where you can get all of the information and apply for either of those cohorts. Whether you want the four week long life overhaul cohort that you want to be a part of in one of those upcoming sessions, or you want to get in on one of these mini sessions that are just for back to school, head over there. You'll get all the details and I would love to have you join us. Okay, without further ado though, let's get into this episode all about learning with Katie Duckett. Welcome Katie. Hi. Okay, we have been talking about this episode for a while now. We got this idea, I want to say like a month and a half ago. And I was like, okay, we're scheduling out. Let's put that at the beginning of July. And I'm really excited for it because I think that especially over this last six months or so, we both have been doing a lot of learning in a lot of different areas for our business, for personal things, all kinds of stuff like that. And I think that we it'll be just a fun conversation and we have some things to offer as far as like how to go about that, why to do that. And yeah, I think it'll be fun conversation. So let's do it. Let's do it. Well, I mean, let's start out with a little bit of the why. I mean, obviously there can be a lot of different whys there can be from, you know, just like necessity of, need, like if you're starting a business and you need to learn different facets of it and all that kind of thing. But there's also this deeper why that you were talking to me about the other day, which we both had influence from Sally Clarkson on, I think, which is just like reading, learning, all of that kind of thing makes you a more interesting person. It gives you more things to be able to talk about with peers, with your children, with, you know, like you, you literally 
have more information to work with when you are more in the bank. Yeah. And I, I know that for me personally, when I'm going through those like really dry spells, it does feel like I don't have as much to offer. And then just by reading more or learning things in general, it gives me more to be like, oh, hey, did you know that Henry VIII's third wife, blah, blah, blah. Like, I know that's a really random example. And my parents really adore when I deep dive on the history, their <laughs> eyes don't glaze over at all, but <laughs> it makes me feel smarter. <laughs> it makes me feel like I have something to say, which I think is just fun. And I think that even, um, like impacts my kids in a different way, because when I start sharing with them things that I'm excited about that I've been learning, I feel like it helps them see like the validity of school and learning and why even do that, especially about stuff that may not really matter in the long run. Does it matter if they know the history of the British monarchy? Well, it's probably not going to impact their life a lot, but it's fun to know things and to have this repository of information in your brain. Mm -hmm. Well, and it helps us connect dots. I think like it helps me use analogies and it helps me think of this, but then in my brain, when it, when that information kind of simmers, it translates to something else as an analogy or as, you know, I mean, if you think about gardening, if you go all into gardening and you learn about pruning and sunshine and treating the soil well, and having like a rhythm of plants that kind of help fertilize there's companion plants there's all of these things that are rich with analogies to um, other parts of our life and all of learning is like that the deeper you dig the more you understand something the more that translates to other areas to give you more understanding and so I love that part that when your brain is alive and awake and taking in information especially when it's hard when yeah. you really challenge yourself, like to learn a new language or something that's difficult to do in your thirties and forties or older, even, I mean, it gets yeah. more, more difficult, but when you really challenge yourself to do it, you have a feeling of accomplishment, but also your brain is, is active. There's more synapses firing. Things are happening on a deeper level that we can't even really understand, but it's happening and you can feel it in your body. I sleep better. Um, I think I have a healthier appetite. My metabolism is moving better just by like using your brain and waking yeah. it up and saying work. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's do something hard. And you really are burning calories. Like yeah. I think people don't realize that there's a reason why when you do things that take a lot of focus and brain power that you feel tired afterward, it's because your brain is a muscle. It is legitimately like working and you are burning calories while you are doing that. So you're welcome, everyone. You can now replace your workouts. (laughs) Heavy learning. (laughs) You're good to go. Yep. (laughs) But no, I think, I think it does like all those things that you're saying, I think it helps to connect pieces together about things that you're learning. I think it even like, we have so many things in pop culture, like references to things that if you didn't have knowledge, if you weren't like broadening your horizons, a lot of those things could just go right over your head, you know, where it even makes those things more fun to enjoy because you understand what they're referring to. I also think that when you get good at something, at least for me personally, and maybe this is my, just my weird personality and being a three, but when I'm good at something, it's more fun for me to do. I don't think that's just you. I think everybody enjoys it more when it's not as hard, when the learning, you're on the other side of the learning curve and you're like, you know what? I worked hard to get here and I get it now and I can do it and yeah, well, and, and you like the results of it better. And Like there's a certain amount of, you know, like sports are not fun for me because I'm not good at them. (laughs) Whereas I can, you know, learn something on my iPad and really figure it out and be able to do it and be like, oh, look what I did by the end of that. And that feels, it just feels nice when you like have that mastery over it and you can do it well. I mean, I think that 
one very obvious thing that we could talk about with you is, I mean, obviously you've started this business. You are making these incredible cookies. The number of hours that you have poured into classes and research, not just about the cookies themselves and decorating cookies and all that kind of thing, but the business side of things. And like, it has blown my mind. You have been so inspirational in the way that you have been learning this past, I mean, this year, this year, it's just been amazing. But something very specific recently that you had been putting off and you told me you had devoted hundreds of hours of research. Yeah. Over over the last 10 years, I would say, yeah, 10 years solid. (laughs) I looked at my first Pinterest board and it was 10 years ago. And that was when when I started really like kind of deep diving. We're talking about macarons. Yes. They just scared the living daylights out of me because for me, this is like, this is a mountain peak um, in terms of that thing that you'd been working toward. Yeah. And someday, someday I'll be ready. Someday I'll get there. And truly in my mind, I thought when I'm ready for that, I'll have this together and this together, it will look like this. Yeah. So I just kept studying and never, ever once tried it or practiced it. I just learned more. There are three techniques to making macarons. I studied each of them in depth and I knew exactly which one I thought would be most successful, not because I tried it, but because I'd overthought it. I had, yeah, (laughs) I had learned all the troubleshooting aspects of it, of when things go wrong. They're kind of like deep in the recesses of my brain that this happens. Well, that means I did this. So I had really I mean, very thoroughly studied this for the last few years, but had never done it. Yeah. And then (laughs) to have the results be what they were, which was dang near perfect. Mm. Yo, give me a break. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I mean, I think, and I think this is a really good, just like example of, your personality and my personality. You spent 10 years and hundreds of hours not doing it because you were scared of it. And you were like, I want it to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I would have been like, Hey, that looks fun. I saw a YouTube video on that. I'm just going to give it a whirl. (laughs) (laughs) See what happens. Okay. Well, that kind of failed (laughs) moving on. I want to borrow that sometimes. And I want to borrow. Let's trade. We need to trade. Mm -hmm. Because even when I was talking with Shell recently, and she she's actually said this to me a couple of times recently. She was like, You are a woman of action. You can't him haw around. Like you just have to get after it. You just have to do the thing. If you don't just dive in, then it doesn't happen. Like you need to, you need to be able to do that in your life. And I was like, huh, that's interesting that that is what something she's noticed about me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was intriguing. Yeah. And generally the things that I just dive into, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to do that thing. Like this podcast, for instance, (laughs) (laughs) like I took, you know, a couple of weeks to pull it together, I think. And then went with it, had three episodes out of the gate and have been doing it fairly consistently ever since. Mm -hmm. Whereas two years ago, I sat down and made Trello boards and mapped out a YouTube channel and did all the like background, like this is what I'm going to do so that when I I start the YouTube thing, it's going to be perfect. And look where we are. (laughs) We are not very much farther. I should have not mapped that all out. Cause my mom was like, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't jump into something before you've like figured it all out. That was the mistake. That was where I went wrong. Ladies, let's take a second to talk about our hormones and how we can do a better job of regulating them without adding hormones to our system with 
Bonafide. So Bonafide was created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany hormonal fluctuations within our bodies. They happen all the time from day to day, month to month, all these different seasons of our life, whether it's PMS you're dealing with or premenopause or menopause. We all have a lot going on hormonally, but they believe that women deserve relief without compromise and they create naturally powerful remedies to safely treat the symptoms that occur throughout our lives. I mean, we're talking the full spectrum of what you might be dealing with, whether it's night sweats, hot flashes, I recently had my first one of those, that was not very fun, or vaginal dryness, or they even have a brand new product to help with skin because our skin changes, especially as we're getting to that premenopausal, menopausal time, things start to thin, lose their elasticity and their hydration, and Sylvessa was created to combat all of that. So it's a daily capsule, hair serum, and skin serum that combine for healthier looking hair and skin. It's formulated with hyaluronic acid, which visibly improves texture and reduces fine lines and wrinkles. Plus, it helps promote the appearance of fuller, thicker, healthier hair. It's the first comprehensive system designed to restore and protect hair and skin affected by estrogen decline from the inside out. I have recently been taking and using Sylvessa, and I am absolutely loving it. Bonafide is effective, sourced naturally, clinically validated. They have safety and quality as their top concern. They're endorsed by over 8,300 doctors and over 333,000 women have benefited from using Bonafide. So give Bonafide a try today. There's no hormones and no prescription required. It's real relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com slash livewell and use the promo code livewell. That's hellobonafide.com slash livewell and use the code livewell. That's L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L for the special offer. And for the best prices and free shipping, go directly to the hellobonafide.com slash live well website. This is a special offer for my live well listeners. So check it out and use the promo code live well. Yeah, that's, that is who you are. Yeah. And like understanding yourself as a learner, like I, I think of when I started homeschooling my boys, one of the most important things for me was to understand how do they learn so that I'm not spinning my wheels yeah. and teaching them the way I learn because that's the most natural. That's what makes the most sense. But I have very different learners represented in each of the kids that yeah. I homeschool and the one that I don't too. And so to, to really understand them and cater curriculum and my time and energy toward that bent, like one is extremely auditory and mm-hmm. experiential. He's got to, well, he's the one who um, had to experience taking the wrong bus yesterday. <laughs> it really locks in that that matters. So you don't get on a bus, you get on the right bus. And well, technically it was the right bus. It was just going in the oh, wrong direction. But those details matter. <laughs> yes. And- we could have told him that. I'm sure you told him that. I'm yeah. sure Roman told him that. Anybody in the world can tell him that, but until he experiences it, it's not going to lock in his brain, but it did yeah. now. And thank the Lord. Yeah. It locked in his brain now. He will never make that mistake again. Yes. Um, and then once he was picked up and brought back to the starting line <laughs> and pointed in the right direction, he did it. Mm-hmm. He got where he needed to go. He made he all the bus He changes. made it home. He made, he it, made home. it home. <laughs> it took about almost two hours, but he made it home. And yeah, that's two crazy. hours on top of the two hours <laughs> before that, you left the first time. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. You know? We digress. But yes. that's how he learns is it has to be experienced. I can tell him and tell him and tell him it means nothing. I am wasting yeah. my time. Yeah. Let him do it. Kind of like what you're saying. You've got to learn by doing. And if you don't start, you're not learning. You know, you can yep. It's not going anywhere for you until you're actually doing it. Where the way I learn, I've got to take in every bit of information I can possibly find, understand it inside and out before I feel comfortable taking a first, you know, novel step. And sometimes it takes a long time to take that step. (laughs) And you keep learning and learning and learning in the meantime. But everybody's a little bit different. And understanding yourself, understanding what it takes to get there um, is important. It's an important part of the the learning process. Yeah. And I think it makes it more enjoyable too, when you figure out those things about yourself, you know, are you a deep diver or are you a dabbler, (laughs) you know, and like (laughs) a lot of different things. And, you know, what, what is your learning style? Do you want to read 
about everything? Do you want to watch videos? Do you want to listen to podcasts about it? Do you want to do a little bit of all of that? Do you want to be learning a lot of different things at the same time? Like, do you want to be getting things from your reading and things from the classes you're taking? And like, are you doing a lot of different things or just one? You know, I think that that's, it's important to know those things about yourself. Yep. Do you need to take notes? And if you need to take notes, um, like I've, I have to take notes. It has to be in my own handwriting. Mm-hmm. And then when it's in my own handwriting, I can see it in my head. It's, it's that visual learning style that if, if you're visual, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But if I write it down, I have locked it in in the part yep. of my brain that I can recall if I need it. So yep. I have to write it down. I have to color code based on what part of it is. It has to be in one notebook all together, like all my trials, all my mm-hmm. everything when I was learning sourdough. That's, I think, how I was effective because it was all in one notebook. Um, you know, yeah. the, the barometric pressure for that day and what I had done, like I'd taken good notes for myself and then I could refer to that. It was all in one place. If I had let it be scattered or I couldn't find it, I would have stopped. I would have yeah. been like, never mind. This is too chaotic. I can't function in this environment well, but if, if I keep it together and yeah. I know that about myself, that's how I'm going to be successful. So I find a pretty notebook. that's only going to be for this. I keep track of where it is always mm-hmm. in the same spot. Like those are things I need to yeah. move forward. Yeah. Well, and for me, and I don't have as many opportunities to be doing this now, but I know that in high school and college, any class that I had where I was taking notes, I would take all of the notes in this certain notebook, but then every single night I would either have a different notebook or get like five by seven index cards. And I would rewrite all of my notes and color code them and like do all of that because again, it was that cementing it in my brain. It was Mm -hmm. like, that's how I made sense of the information. And that's how I was able to recall it because I took that extra step of rewriting everything, making it look nice and neat and being able to find the information again. And then usually I didn't have to go back and look at those notes again, because I had taken that step. It just made it like lock in there for me. Yeah. I remember when I was taking anatomy and physiology and there were so many little, very difficult, long words that all are attributable to some organ system or some cellular mm-hmm. process or, but I could color code them to the system. Like yeah, the integrity, whatever is red. And then I could, I could see the word and I would think red. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Like it was such a, um, it was so effective for me. And I've tried to pass that along to my boys. And one of them is just truly lost. Like I, that, why? <laughs> yeah. Me. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> Let's yeah. figure out what it is for you. Yeah. Key that gets it in your brain and you know the answer. That's, that's all we're doing here is figuring out the key. There's no right or wrong. There's not like, it's all personalized to you. Something is going to work. So yeah. Let's find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I totally I totally agree. You have to find that thing for you. And I found that like where you were saying you like to like get all the information and take your notes and then do the thing Mm -hmm. I'm finding for me right now. I mean, for certain things I need to do that for like when I'm taking a class about being better with social media or whatever. Yeah. It's that same process of, okay, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to figure out how to do this. I'm going to, you know, put that into practice, but something I'm really loving about like using Skillshare, cause that's been a big thing for me since I've gotten my iPad and I've wanted to learn procreate for years. And I've, I want to get good at the things on my iPad and use it really efficiently. And I love with those Skillshare classes, you're doing it along with the person. So it's like, while I'm watching the class, I'm actually doing it on my iPad, which is so much fun. It's it, on. You, yeah. yeah. And you like have that sort of like instant gratification of learning it and putting it into practice and seeing results from it. And also like seeing how that process works, what steps you have to take to get there. I, I really am enjoying that. That's super fun to me. Well, and we are in just such a privileged age that we can access stuff like that. Yeah. YouTube. I mean, you can learn oh, yeah. anything right now. Yeah. 
from your home. Like yeah. you don't even have to go to the library to find the right books. And, you know, like you literally can just use the internet to figure out almost anything. Well, I had the coolest thing come up the other day. So I am not affiliated with these, these people in any way. I wish I was, but I, for the longest time, I have wanted to get a subscription to masterclass because they have so many amazing, famous people on there and not just like, Ooh, yay, they're famous, but they have really accomplished amazing things. Um, who teach these classes, these master classes. I mean, they've got Helen Mirren and, you know, like these incredible actors and directors and photographers. And like, I mean, they've got so many things, so many things, chefs and you know, whatever. But I was on Instagram the other day and I got an ad and Roman, you know, he wants to become a filmmaker. He wants to become a director and an editor and a cinematographer. Like that's his goal in life. And he always has these ideas for like shows or movies, or, you know, he's already come up with, well, I need to get a hold of the Duffer brothers from stranger things to tell them what I think should happen in season five. Although I'm sure it's already written and been written for years. He has an idea to interject a new character that he could play. (laughs) He would (laughs) really like to let them know, but (laughs) I was, he, he gave me all the details in the car the other day. It's really quite something. Um, but we, I was on Instagram and an ad came up for masterclass and it's the Duffer brothers what? teaching a class about how to put together a show that then you try to sell to a network. So everything from outlining your original ideas to writing the script, to selling it to the network, to like making your shot list to like, it's the entire process. And they like, they write this fake spinoff show from stranger things in the course of the masterclass. And I sent it to him on Instagram and I was like, you need to take this. And I didn't know if he would kind of be like, oh yeah, whatever. And he was like, oh my gosh, yes, I do. I need to take that. That's and so cool. I said like, I would sit with you through that. I would, I would watch it with you because I just think it's so interesting. And I, so I'm, I'm trying to figure it out because masterclass is like, they're like, it's $15 a month build annually. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, well, let me, let me, let me try to wrap my brain around that one first, but I would love to get him in there watching that. I think that if he had a subscription to something like that, he could take what he's doing like to this whole other level and be thinking about it from a really like professional standpoint Absolutely. I mean, from people who've been incredibly successful and I would just love to get that stuff in his brain. So cool. Yeah. It's just when you really start looking at these things, it's amazing what is available. Like you said, like what is available on the internet today? But even though I feel like, oh gosh, you're going to bill me annually, that feels hard. But then in the long run, the amount that you get from one of those subscriptions, like even just my skills, Skillshare subscription, I've been shocked, but I mean, they have like 5,000 classes or something from people who are professionals. I mean, it's sort of the same thing as masterclass, but a little bit more artsy, you know, and there is some crossover between the two websites I've noticed, but like you, there's no way that you could consume all of that content in a year. And if you were to pay individually for all those classes, it would I mean, it just, I've bought classes, one-off classes before. I know you have. So Mm -hmm. when you get these kinds of subscriptions and then you just have like this open door access to so many different things, it's, it's pretty incredible what we can access for a really pretty dang affordable in today's world. Absolutely. Hey ladies, I want to take just a second to give you a little bit more information about Skillshare since we are talking about it so much in this episode and I have truly fallen in love with this platform 
over the last couple of months. So I got into Skillshare when I was watching some other YouTubers who were using it to gain all kinds of new skills to be able to draw on their iPads and use Procreate. And so that is what got me interested in the Skillshare platform. But when I got over there, I realized there is so much more on that platform than I ever dreamed. I believe there's over 5,000 different classes that you have access to all of them by just getting one yearly subscription. That's pretty amazing. And they are for everything under the sun. I mean, of course, there are a lot of different kinds of creative classes, everything from graphic design to film and video to creative writing, illustration, painting, sewing, all kinds of different crafts. You can learn to cook. You can learn to do better time management. You can learn more about utilizing social media for your business. I mean, really, there was so much more there than just how to use my iPad better or how to draw a picture. It is a really robust platform to learn all kinds of new skills. So if you would like to give it a try, you can go to mckenziecoppa.com slash Skillshare. That'll give you one week free and it will also give you 30% off a yearly subscription. That is a great deal, especially when you get so many different classes. I love having my kids take some of these classes, especially in the summer. Roman's been able to take film and video classes. My girls have taken some drawing classes. It has just been so awesome for the whole family for really a pretty low price. I think for how much information you have access to that is really professionally done. You even have the ability to upload your different projects that you do in a lot of of these classes and get feedback from the teachers and other people who are taking the courses. It's just such a great platform, so much fun, and so many things that you can learn. So go to mckenziecoppa.com slash Skillshare to get seven days free and get 30% off your yearly membership. And I found one, did I talk about OutSchool before? Oh, I think so, a while ago. Those are um, fantastic classes for kids anywhere from preschool through high school. Um, and they're pretty affordable and there is a subscription to that too. I'm looking into getting one for, um, homeschooling next year because it's a great way to just augment like, okay, you're studying, um, long division and Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of killing the fun of school. And so I can look on like fifth grade math and then, oh, there's a, there's a Minecraft long division class with you know, like, Oh yeah, it's 50 minutes and it's, it's all zoom. It's so it's live and interactive and they, they have to see the parents before. So when you sign on the parent and the child have to be there in the same um, yeah. window and then the parent can leave and the child can do it. But so th- there's some safety things built in that I appreciate my kids have loved it. There's a Lego club. There's an American girl doll club. Um, there's just a little bit of something for everybody. I had, I think I've had all my kids take classes at different times, but drawing piano, um, just a whole bunch of stuff that is, is in their interest level, but also can be educational or supplemental to different subjects. And, um, I've really liked it. Yeah. I, I like that, like the security feature they have there for the yeah. parents coming on. But when they're like, I feel like it just give, makes them a little bit more legit than just like some right. random website or YouTube or whatever, especially for the kids, which is nice. Right. Cause at first I was kind of nervous about having them in a chat room for an hour. I don't know. It just felt yeah. a strange, but now I've done it several times and I do feel like they're very respectful of that space and wanting to make sure the parent sees the teacher, the teacher sees the parent. Um, it, it has made me feel pretty confident with it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you also can teach on out school. Like if you had something oh. that you're really good at, you could submit. And, um, you know, if like a friend of mine, her daughter wants to start a book club, she's going into second grade. Um, so, so for instance, let's say she had a book series she wanted to do, she could submit that and other little girls from all over the country or world really could join in every Tuesday at five and they read this book. So oh, that's cool. Kind of and so the mom could read the chapter out loud and then the girls do, they talk about it or the girls could come having read it. I mean, you can structure it any way you want. Yeah. But, um, I, I know of somebody who just recently submitted a class and was, it was approved and it was just born out of 
her daughter just wanted more people to talk to about it. And she didn't really want to host it every week, but this is a way to get interaction and conversation and sort of a peer group going without actually having them over or from the comfort of their own house. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you've done other like sort of collective sites like this too, but more specific to your business because aren't you doing like the cookie university or yes, cookie college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which has a ton of the same kind of thing, but just completely nicheified. Absolutely. And I would say it's a hundred percent marketing more than, um, I mean, they're not teaching you how to make cookies or they're assuming you're already doing that. Now let's help with the business side. So it's been really helpful in that way with all that I've learned and been able to apply. Um, so I've had definitely the creative side with how to bake and how to make, I mean, a lot of classes, a lot of cookie decorating classes, but then, yeah, there's this other facet where I'm learning the business aspect of how to be successful at marketing and making orders and getting feedback and charging appropriately and all of that. Which I, I think you, obviously you had the bent and the enjoyment in the actual baking and decorating part of it. But yeah. then seeing you also be able to like master this other part of it that, you know, sometimes may not be the more fun <laughs> side of it. Yeah. I don't know anything about that because I'm so good at marketing this podcast. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> I know there are podcast things out there like that too. And I probably just need to bite the bullet and do it or, you know, I just, I need to get on top of the marketing, but you have really done that alongside the, all the, the fun parts of it. You've really like applied yourself to that business side of it and learning all of those things too. And I think that, that speaks for itself. Like sometimes we have to learn the stuff that we don't really want to learn, but it's going to like help the other side of it so much. Yeah. I mean, it would be hard to have one without the other because, yeah, you know, you need both working um, tangentially to really do a good job at, at, you know, having a small cookie business because there, there is, I feel like it's a saturated market. It, it really is. So to be able to, to stand out, to be able to um, use the algorithms that are out there, like Instagram and Facebook are free marketing. Yeah but you have to know how to use them. Yeah. Put stuff out there and assume that that's enough because it's Mm -hmm. not enough because um, it's almost like they're working against you. They're working toward, I mean, they need content and they want um, feedback. And if you're not being smart about when you're posting or how you're posting, you're not going to get either of those and they can kind of kill it. Yeah, <laughs> they cannot promote your post. It can just stay sort of dead. So really, all that is is an understanding. And yeah, to me that just makes sense. Like if I'm going to utilize this, I need to understand it. So yeah, have you seen that latest um, reel that's gone viral and the sound has gone viral, where it's like Instagram tells me I have to make reels to keep growing. Yes. So yes. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Like half the time, I feel like that's, that needs to be every other reel for me. Yeah. Well, and the, everything is content. And I think when we look back at this time period, a lot of this feels really dumb. Like, yeah. seriously, I don't have anything to say. I'm just supposed to say something to fight the algorithm. Like this is dumb. But again, for me, it's free marketing. Yeah. Like, so I, I then you know, are you going to put the time in and understand it? Or would it be smarter to not put the time in and understand it and just pay yeah. an agency to do it? Because those yeah. are the two options. So yeah, anyway, not that I'm doing it, not that I'm doing well, stuff, but I'm working on the licensure stuff. Yes. Yeah. That really has to come. That really yeah. has to come. That is important. Yeah. It's, it's kind of important. But yeah, I mean, it is such a weird time in history. I mean, I think if we would have looked at even like a couple of years ago, it was like, oh, isn't this weird? You know, even like when stories started, like, oh, you just like talk about your day and you, you know, whatever. But now with reels, it's like, if you would have told me, okay, if you just lip sync a 
five to 10 minute quote from some random TV show or whatever, and it gets some views, then Instagram will pay you a little bit of money for lip syncing that quote. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. Bizarre. In the end, this is dumb. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Actually producing something of quality. We're just producing a mass amount of, um, views and yes. so that's what they're after that's not our end goal that's what they're after to get to the place where then you know we have a little more freedom to have better quality stuff coming out but yes. you have to fight that that's yeah. just the name of the game and um and it feels yep. it just feels dumb I mean if you overthink about it it feels dumb but also like I said it's free and yeah um it can be really value added if you utilize it well. And so there's just a lot of different aspects of business that feel dumb to me, that feel like, yeah. especially, especially what the lawyers did to make mm-hmm. like, the LLC that I just completed that process of paying somebody to review emails and paying them what I paid them to just mm-hmm. review. like a lot of that's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. But it's part of getting to where you want to be. Like, it just feels like there's a lot of that going on and building something. It doesn't, it doesn't make good sense. It doesn't seem like a good use of time. Um, it feels dumb and all of those things, but it's putting in that time. It's doing the right things to get where you ultimately want to be. Yeah. Yep. And, and kind of like realizing that when I'm doing things like reels and that sort of thing. The greater purpose is that I, I need people to like my personality because that a lot of time with social, with social media is actually what they're following more so than anything else. Well, especially in your field, like, yeah, you hate that I word, but, um, yeah, that is what it is. That is what you're selling. That is, is, um, your personality. And so you have to be present. You have yep. to put your personality out there to be good at what you're doing. And it comes with all the insecurities in the world because you're making yourself vulnerable. You're making yep. yourself, I mean, it's, that's, it's tough. And I'm and the it. number of people who must spend a lot of time unfollowing people regularly from their lists, like uh, that always just baffles me. Like I would, let's, everybody, could you weigh in? Could you let me know how often you go through your Instagram account and decide to unfollow people? I hardly ever unfollow people, even when I probably should, but (laughs) the amount of unfollows I get, I'm like, seriously, seriously, I feel like I'm being punked. Like Instagram, are you (laughs) doing this? (laughs) You're telling me that I got 8,000 views on that reel, but I've lost five followers. What is even wrong with you? Instagram? And why? It yeah. just, it, see, that's the difficulty of this is that you don't get answers. And really it's an algorithm. You're fighting with a mm-hmm. robot, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to outsmart it. And this feels yeah. like a tangent from what we're talking about, but I, I think what applies all over the board is that in learning, in taking on something new, there's really ugly parts. There's time consuming parts that you don't want to put in to get back yeah. into the rhythm, yeah. that you get where you want to go. So you've got to have that goal in mind. Like if there's something that is, um, certainly a habit or a discipline you want to employ, but let's say it's like a, a skill or something you just have always been interested in. You want to take on, well, you're not going to snap your fingers and you do it. Yeah. It's going to take a pathway of figuring out, of making mistakes, of figuring mm-hmm. it out of, you know, it's not easy, but it's so worth it. If you keep that goal in mind to, to slog through the parts that are less pretty and less enjoyable. All right, ladies, you might remember that I have recently had a couple of episodes where I've had on people from Color Guru, everyone from Jeannie Stith, who is the head color guru who founded the company, to Ali Smuts, who is their hair wonder extraordinaire. She's been a hairstylist for years now, and she is brilliant about being able to figure out what color is going to look best on your hair and giving you exact formulas and telling you what haircuts will work well. I have especially lately been loving having my color cards for everything from shopping for spring clothes 
clothes to going and getting new makeup. I love just having this little thing in my back pocket that reminds me, oh yeah, these colors that I may not even have thought of are going to work well for me. Or maybe I should avoid those. They're going to wash me out. It has been so enlightening to see what really works for me. And they did such a brilliant job. When you sign up with the Color Guru, they give you a consultation where you send in pictures and they actually figure out what colors, what tones, how deep colors should be, what metals work best on you, all of these different things beyond just your warm or your cool. They go so in-depth and I found it so beneficial and I think that you will too. If you have ever felt washed out in your clothes or unsure of what colors you should be wearing or what makeup you should be buying, this just takes all of the guesswork out of that. You too can go get one of these consultations by going to yourcolorguru.com and using the code LIVEWELL at checkout for 10% off. I have thought for so long that it is essential for us to know our colors. It really does make all the difference when we are making those shopping decisions, and it makes a difference in how we feel in our clothes and our style. So head over to yourcolorguru.com and use the code LIVEWELL for 10% off at checkout so you can take all the guesswork out of your shopping from now on too and feel more confident in your makeup and clothes than ever. Yeah, well, and it's interesting to be talking about this right now because I'm reading the book, The Knockoff, which is about seven years old and I just hadn't gotten around to reading it. I'd bought it off the modern Mrs. Darcy, you know, Kindle list when it was on sale a couple of years ago and I'm finally just getting into it. Have you read it? No. Okay. So it's about this gal who is the editor in chief of a big fashion magazine in New York. So like think on a winter, you know, like that's what she's like, but she has to take six months off of work because she gets breast cancer. And so she goes to fight the illness. And then when she comes back, everything has changed. So all of her colleagues have been fired. There's a new chief operating officer who has taken it from a magazine. And this gal used to be her assistant. And then she left and went to Harvard Business School and came back and took over and took it from a magazine to just an app. And so it's this woman who, when she left, she was operating a traditional fashion magazine didn't know anything about tech, actually would have her assistant print out all of her emails so that she could read them and then have the assistant go respond to them. Like that's the level of non-techiness that she was. Wow. To now having to like step into this world, have this gal completely stepping on her toes and really trying to out her and claim that she's irrelevant. And she's having to learn all the digital side of things to try to compete and stay in there and remain the editor-in-chief of this magazine. Wow. And so she's like trying to meet with people and be like, what is traffic? What does that even mean? And what is, she says to the guy, what is a conversation rate? And he's like, it's a conversion rate, but you are so close. Like, <laughs> let's, let's try to get you, you know, caught up here. And she's having to learn how to tweet and use Instagram and like meeting people that she's met online and how that's such a weird world. And like, so it's, it is like, she's having to either, you know, put up or shut up. She's having to figure out how to do it and take on this learning curve for the sake of her entire career that she's built for 25 years or whatever. And in some ways, not quite that extreme, because obviously I've been more in the modern world of tech for a long time, but it is that like, everything is changing. Sometimes I feel so old (laughs) in like doing all of this and like, how do I make this work? How do I, you know, kind of, we've been, we, I feel like we've been holding steady for a long time, but how do I push it to that next level as things are changing? Right. And I, that takes the learning that takes taking the classes, going to the, you know, free workshops online and all of the things and subscribing to the newsletters and really reading the stuff and trying to be like, okay, this is what could, you know, push the envelope. This is what could change where we've been at for a while now. And, and it's, some of it is just like throwing stuff at the wall and then learning as you go too. Yeah. 
Well, and really, I think it develop it takes developing a passion towards that goal. Like you yeah. got to see that goal, want that goal, desire that goal. You're going to fight for that goal. You're going to do it. And yeah, you have to do some stuff that's not going to be fun sitting through understanding different things to get there. But that goal has to become enticing. <laughs> yeah. And like sometimes I think that's hard to to actually, and you you have to be vulnerable to say, I want this and I'm willing to do the work yeah. to get there. I might fail. I might not hit that goal. If I tell people about it, I'm even more accountable and potentially embarrassed or look like a failure or like it's, it's vulnerability to take a step forward. But yeah, like we said in the beginning of the podcast, even the process makes you a more interesting person. Yeah. Makes you awake. It, the whole process does good things for you that really you won't even know until you get going how it's affecting you and changing you. And, but to always be learners and opening our minds up and not staying stagnant and comfortable, um, which is definitely my tendency, um, is so good. Well, I think a lot of us can end up that way. I mean, it's that whole theory that I'm sure you have the name of better than I do, but like an object in motion stays in motion and object at rest stays at rest. You know, it's, that is, it's easier to just be comfortable and to not do it. But I know that I feel more alive. I feel more inspired when I have those things that I'm like actually working towards, actually learning my brain is being active. I think that it can be hard to get the ball rolling, but then once you do, once you can push through that, and sometimes it takes more discipline than it does motivation. Sometimes the motivation isn't even necessarily there because it doesn't feel like it's going to be fun or enjoyable or whatever. Sometimes you just have to do the thing, but then you will reap the rewards after you do. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I was just thinking when you were talking, like maybe just buying the subscription to like a Skillshare or something is motivation. Cause I know yeah. my husband, like if he spends money, okay, now he's doing it. And it's yeah. like, sometimes he will sign up and register for a race before he's training because he's like, yeah. oh, I have to do it. Like yeah. I, just, I just outsmarted myself. I gave myself no excuses. I have a deadline. I have to do it. And if that's your motivation, like it could be great to just you know, sign yourself up for that class at the gym mm-hmm. or something online or whatever, just force yourself into a position where you have to learn something new. Yeah. And I think especially something that has even a little bit more accountability stakes, obviously, if you're going to sign up for a race, you're going to then really have to like put in the effort, but even with online classes, I found if there's if, if it's a, a class you have to do live and you are having to like submit materials and that sort of thing, or there's some sort of greater accountability feature. I've noticed that even the ladies who have participated in the Live Well Planned cohorts so far, they are like, you know, I've taken, I've, I've bought all the courses online. I've, I've taken the e-courses or whatever, but without having somebody there that's holding me accountable and saying, Hey, where's your homework today? And have you done this piece? And are you putting this into practice? Like that was what they needed. And I know a lot of times that's what I need. Like I need somebody saying, where is this? Have you actually done it? Because how many times have I bought a course and then taken half of it or, you know, not followed through on it. Sometimes you have to really know that about yourself, that how badly do you want this? Do you want it bad enough to have an accountability piece involved? Right. And that, that's the ace in the hole with, um, college or, you know, elementary school through high school, because you have a teacher, like you are forced into learning. You've got no no option, but as adults, we have a lot of freedom. Yeah. No, we can say, I wanted to do that, but now I don't want to do it. It's inconvenient. I don't, I don't have the willpower today or whatever it is. It's hard to force yourself to do it. It's, yeah, I, I really struggle with it. Like just wanting to be like, nope. Yeah. Uh, once Scott signed us both up for a race, <laughs> thinking that this would be motivating. And um, I think I ended up paying him double what the fee was to just leave me alone about it. Like I'm not, <laughs> I will pay you that money back plus. Yeah. I don't want to do it. 
this was not motivation for me. This, this was is, torture. I'm not motivated by it's already paid for. That's yeah. not me. So yep. here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I will pay money for you to leave me alone. I'm not ready. I don't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> I would, I would pay triple or quadruple <laughs> before I had to do that. I know, but for him, it really works. It's yeah. A responsibility, but to find whatever that is, if it's a, if it's like you're saying, um, a teacher or an instructor, or when I took that, um, baking class with Christina Tosi, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. I was going to mention that. That was so great because she, you know, there's a little bit of a star value to she's, she's yeah. Well, and what site was that one on again? What was that? Oh, cause it had like Casey Neistat's class yeah. and I'm going to Google while you talk. Yeah. I don't recall. I just took a class in Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y. Oh yeah. But I didn't care for that one. I ended up abandoning it, abandoning it. I didn't. Well, like was that the one where the guy was Russian? That was Igor and he was Russian and he was not against anything in Russian, but he was, it was, he was speaking Russian. He was speaking in Russian and there was a voice overlay translated. And so the, you know, his mouth moving and the sound, it, they were off. <laughs> it was so distracting as a viewer. I was focused more on that than on what he was saying. And then everything he wrote in the chalkboard was on in Russian. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like, and he really kept pointing at it and focusing on it. It's like, I don't know. What that's yeah. <laughs> and um, he was using a different method than I wanted to use in macarons, which was just lost in translation until we got uh, you know, three quarters of the way through. And I was like, wait, this yeah. is an Italian method. That's not even what I wanted to be learning, Igor. Like I'm yeah. out. This is not what I thought it was. So I'm not, I was not as impressed with the communication of that. So like if they had said, and I'd known all that up front, that would be different. But I walked in blind, like, wait, he's not even speaking. Yeah. English what's going on yeah okay it's studio.com was where that one was it is that doesn't sound right I know it doesn't sound right but yet all of the classes that I remember looking at with like Charlie Puth and Casey Neistat and they're all here okay well that was so great because she didn't teach live it was recorded but there was a peer group that was live and you had homework due on a certain day and then part of the homework was you had to give peer feedback on other people's. So it felt very much like a classroom setting. Yeah. And then at the end, we did actually get feedback from somebody on Christina Tosi's team. And that was kind of cool that there was actually, I mean, it could have been her. I don't think it really was her. I think it sure. was more somebody on her team, but that was cool to get that feedback. Yeah. And, well, I had a deadline. I, I had to write on somebody else's, um, uh, what they had submitted as part of my homework, like it really forced community and, um, you know, we're all doing this together and figuring this out together. And so I loved that one. That was a great way to do an online class that felt more personal. Yeah. And it gave that, that extra push to get things done within a certain amount of time and to make it really happen. And you did, you walked away with like three of your very own recipes. Yes, right? yeah. I sure did. And the knowledge of how to do it. You yes. Know, how to, like how to develop that. Mm-hmm. And what every ingredient really does into the recipe and what it means to pull one out or add more. Like yeah. that, it really got pretty scientific and I geek out on that. Love, yeah. I yeah. just loved that so much. Yeah. Well, I think that we, you know, obviously we enjoy learning (laughs) and we've done it in a lot of different formats, but I hope that people just walk away because I mean, we hit obviously a lot today on like classes and that kind of thing, but whatever it is, whether you just really enjoy reading and that is where you're going to get your learning, whatever topic it is that you want to learn about, whether you feel like it's like super practical or not, it could be about a hobby. It could be about history. You could geek out over, you know, sourdough bread and whatever it is, just be a learner because I think it's so easy, especially when we get caught up in the everyday hustle and bustle of taking care of our kids and having jobs or businesses or all of the stuff to let that part of ourselves go And it's such a formulative 
piece of who we are as humans. I think that we can keep learning and keep developing ourselves and keep growing and, and you deserve that. You deserve to feel there. There's just such a different satisfaction in knowing that you're learning things and you're continuing to grow and be an interesting person. So mm-hmm. this is our like kick in the pants to everybody listening <laughs> to if you're not learning something, then figure out something to learn. If you're already interested in something or learning something, figure out how you can take it deeper and how you can find time to do that because it's such a worthwhile thing. Yeah. And I would also add like to pray about it because yeah. a couple of years ago when my word was passion mm-hmm. and I really felt like God had given me that word as I prayed about like what the next year would be without that passion. Like I would not have developed even the appetite to learn or move sure. forward. But I just think that God has a plan and things for us to do. Our life shouldn't get stagnant and comfortable all the time. We're not as effective for him, but when we're making ourselves vulnerable, when we're learning, when we're offering forward some of the gifts that we have, we're so much more usable for his kingdom. And, um, and so he has those plans. He puts those good desires in our hearts and those interests and those gifts. And so if you don't know what it is, if you just kind of feel blank to pray about it, because he will show us, you know, what, who you are, um, what was that book we read or that talked about to go back to when you were a little kid and remember the things that made you come alive? Do you know what I'm talking about? Was it, was it Joy's? Was it? I don't recall. Shoot. I wish I knew that was just like, that just came in my yeah. mind when I've looked it up before. Um, I'm not sure, but it rings a bell. Was it every bitter thing is sweet? Was it? No, that? I haven't read that. Okay. Well, anyway, the idea was to like, go back to when you were a little kid, when you didn't have the concerns of the world or, and those things that lit you up then are still within you. And that yeah. might be a way of uncovering it too, to remember, um, those interests and things you've always had. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you never know what they could end up doing for you because it may feel like it's all kind of like for nothing, but you know, Katie studied those macarons for 10 years and now look what it's doing. Like God had this, this plan for you later on of what it was going to end up becoming. So you just never know where that time and energy could take you in the future. It's so true. And, and that the time was now, even though I've been studying it for all this time, I felt so confirmed in doing it last week was when I really took it on all the macaron bakers that I see in Facebook and other places that Facebook's been another great place to connect with community of like-minded people doing something like baking or whatever it is. There's a group for that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But everyone complains about the rest time. And because once you pipe your Macs, you can't bake them until they've rested enough. How do you know if they've rested enough? Well, it varies with the humidity, where you are in the country, everything. And that's the hardest part is to know when to put them in the oven. And, um, for me, the rest time is no big deal because with sourdough that I've yeah. been practicing for all these years, that's a 24 hour minimum process. Yeah. So everybody wants a no rest method and there isn't a no rest method for max. Like they're just, it, there isn't, Yeah. <laughs> but that's what everybody's after. And I felt like I'm coming at it differently. Like I will let them rest as long as they need. I just need to understand what it looks like when they're ready, but I'm yeah. already in a place where I understand that relationship with baking that you you can't just follow a formula. Sometimes you have to watch the product and see when it's ready. And And that's when it becomes an art form. Yeah. And you're intuitive and you're kind of, you have a respect of that, um, that product with taking into account all these different variables, understanding them and then applying, you know, your best guess, but you can't say, Oh, it's 10 minutes in my kitchen every day that no, it could be an hour one day. It could be 30 seconds one day, depending on how dry your air is. And so that was really cool. I thought, man, if I hadn't done sourdough, I would be so confused and like, yeah, wait, you mean it varies? (laughs) I mean, it's not the same. Oh shoot. Tell me. But now I really get that. So it was cool to think like God really used that sourdough, um, those years of refining that 
in all sorts of pockets of my life, but to see it come into play with this cookie and help it be successful Mm -hmm. because I already have understood that that was just another humbling moment of like the Holy Spirit at work in our lives and that he uses everything but there's nothing wasted and that we can trust him with the timing yeah I love that I love to see how it all like built and you know compounded to be this thing that you end up having amazing mastery for you could say right out of the gate when it's really obviously I wouldn't been. say right out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody looking that. from the outside in could say right out of the gate. <laughs> you know, like all the history there, which is very cool. Yeah. Okay. So you guys go out and be learners. Be learners. <laughs> yeah. So we will have links to like all the different platforms and whatnot that you know, if you guys are wanting to look for classes online and do that sort of thing, we'll have those links in the show notes. Also, if you are interested in Skillshare, you can get a week for free and 30% off a year long subscription. If you go to mackenziecoppacom slash Skillshare, you should be able to get in there and get that discount and give it a try. So yeah, do it. Yeah. Go, go learn something. Go learn something hard. Thanks for hanging out with me. It's always a joy to talk with you. Yeah, this was fun. All right, ladies, that is it for this week's episode. As always, you can go to mckenziecoppacom slash podcast and find links to all of the things that we've talked about there. You can also just swipe up in whatever app you are listening to the podcast on and you should be able to find the show notes there. I also wanted to mention that if you are listening to the podcast today, the day that it releases, it is actually the last day of Prime Day. And I would love for you to come check out some of my favorites and things that I'm excited about for Prime Day. Just go to mckenziecoppacom slash Amazon and it will take you to all of my recommended lists and I have a list on there that is specifically for Prime Day. There's some amazing skincare that is very much on sale from companies like Pharmacy and Sunday Riley. Of course, all of my favorite Amazon electronics like Echoes, Kindles. You guys know I love my Kindle. Those are all on crazy sales right now. So if you want to see the things that I recommend and I am the most excited about, head over to mckenziecoppacom slash Amazon. If you buy anything through my link, not even the stuff that I've recommended, you also just support the show a little bit without it costing you anything extra, which I so, so appreciate. So again, you can head over to mckenziecoppacom slash Amazon to do all of your Amazon shopping and get some really great stuff for Prime Day. If you pick up anything, I would love if you connected with me over on Instagram at Mackenzie Coppa. Let me know what you got. Let me know what you're excited about. I would love to see. All right. Until next week when I will be back with Kelly Bandis talking about her brand new book. And also we're going to deep dive on all things Outlander, which I think is just going to be fun. But until then, go be bold and gracious. Gracious.